Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. We opened with the wonderful Afghanistani singer Nashinas. It's the moniker of Dr. Mohammed Sadiq Fitrat, who is a veteran Afghani singer who um, has actually been living in London since the 90s. But that uh, is a, an older recording, I believe, from the 60s. Odd, it's a mixture. It's a compilation of different albums that he released that were released on a record label in Iran. And it was compiled by our friend uh, Chris Minister local South London resident, him of Paradise Bangkok Records. And it was also co-compiled, unfortunately, by a friend and collaborator of his who has since passed away. His name was Mads Janssen. And the record is dedicated to him and it's coming out on Struck Records. I don't know much about Afghanistani music, but uh, Chris used to live out there and is a proper head collector for the music of Afghanistan, Thailand, Pakistan, all places that he's lived. And it's great to sort of a little little piece of his mind here yeah for sure i'd also recommend his monthly i think it's monthly his nts show as well so if you just search for chris menace on the nts website you'll be able to dig out those old shows he often themes them around a certain artist or a certain you know a, a certain theme of some sort unsurprisingly and yeah he's always got good chat it's a good way to spend an hour highly recommend yeah, I haven't listened to them as often as I would like. I forgot to mention, actually, that the track we played is called The Way I Love My Beloved, which is uh, from the album. The album's called Life is a Heavy Burden, Gazals and Poetry from Afghanistan. And the artist is Nashinas. It's out now, Strut Records. Yeah, it was two months ago he did a tribute to the artist who did Ding Ding Dong. Yes, who also passed away. Ding Ding Dong classic, brilliant seven inch released on Paradise Bangkok Records that I've uh, both of us have played in many, many a DJ set. Yeah, and it was, it was, uh, yeah, so he did a tribute show to White Pod Pet Chupan, a highly varied artistic career for sure. But it was, if I remember correctly, and Chris will probably correct me if I am incorrect, he specialized in a type of music that was traditionally sung to men who were becoming monks so as exactly it was it was sort of uh, to encourage them further into buddhism yeah so if anyone who's heard ding ding dong i don't think that's a particular <laughs> example of that style of music but dig out that show and ding, yeah. ding dong never made me want to be a monk 
it made it made me want to get my party groove on. Exactly, yeah, that's it. As you might have noticed, we're here recording remotely, but slightly different. We are doing the live podcast, the Australian one, rescheduled tonight. So we prefer to do them in different places. So that's sort of how we do it. So we're here recording remotely. I'm sure it's going to sound great. And once again, we are brought to you by the State 51 Conspiracy, the wonderful hub for music. Buy great records, distribute great records. Greed Bag is their shop. Length Cut Vinyls, gigs, pop-up record shops. Thank you very much, State 51. So last week's podcast was pretty psyche in a lot of places and I've kept that vibe going a little bit and we talked a little bit about music from Thailand so why not have some sort of trippy Thai synth music to start this week's podcast. This is from a duo called Magambo. It's a duo of Sunjun Hagen and Jerome Duday of Knut and Half Japanese and a couple of other projects and they have a label together called Siamese Twins Records, uh, based out of Bangkok. This is their second EP called Irvi, and it's great. Oh, just, just, just two seconds, guys. Is that half Japanese? Because half, half Japanese is an American rock band, right? That is entirely correct. Oh, so this is someone from that? Because I was like, I thought you were talking to us. I was like, hang on a minute, half Japanese, that's an American band. Uh, you are entirely correct. And you moved to Bangkok in 2008, maybe? Uh, oh, I, wow, okay. There you go. So, yeah, so, and yeah, so he relocated over there and since has been part of that music scene, which has then transpired into this project as well as a couple of other ones as well. Great. There you go. So, you do listen to me sometimes. It's, uh, yeah, always a turd up for the books. Anyway, yeah, so their duo is called Magambo. The EP is called Irvi, and this is the title track. Thank you. 
There you go. That's the sounds of Magambo, the title track from their EP, Irvy. It's uh, released on their own Siamese Twins records out based in Bangkok in Thailand. And yeah, how did you like that, Anthony? Well, I'm glad this member of Half Japanese, who must be in his 60s now, is uh, sort of like, <laughs> still got some party in him <laughs> by the sounds of that music. He's out, out in Bangkok making, making house music. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jerome Doudet is uh, the guy from Half Japanese, as uh, he obviously likes to be called. Uh, he's also in Kanut as well. And yeah, he's also got his base solo project, Yantra, Mandir, and loads of other projects as well, if you want to dig into it. The other artist, Sunju Hagen, he's born and raised in Thailand, but uh, to Indian and Japanese parents, I do believe. And so has quite a lot of roots from those cultures and you can really hear like the sort of Goan and Indian influences in like the whole EP and in the track that you just heard despite it being pretty trippy housey synth music which yeah is definitely to my taste similar to the sort of stuff that you sometimes get from um like Hard Fist or Akafon you know, that sort of Balam and those sorts of artists um definitely yeah, absolutely. Yeah, regular listeners will know it's up my sort of street. Nice one. I want to play you, I would say, the latest release. It's not even the latest release on Wrong Speed Records, who I got like no less than four emails from in the last couple of weeks with new releases. So Joe is absolutely firing them out. He said that they'd got a Bandcamp feature coming on them and he wanted to like have a bunch of new releases. So it's like rolling them forward. It's by the band Reigns. It's a duo. It's Tim, him of Hot Grave, Hey Colossus fame, Henry Blacker, and his brother, whose name unfortunately escapes me. I don't have it, either of their names here on sort of the information. It's their sort of more arty, soundtracky project. I think they've done some soundtracks for a couple of BBC documentaries, stuff like that. So getting away from the rock music for a time. I feel like we've played Reigns on the podcast before, but I haven't gone and checked the exhaustive list of Gareth's brilliant filing system. The only Reigns I know is a iPhone or a, a mobile game. It's very silly, but you are essentially a ruler of a land and it's a flip card sort of choose your own adventure style game. It's very silly and very addictive. Oh, well, no, I haven't heard of that, but I do love a choose your own adventure. So yeah, this record, it's a concept album. It's called Tollinghurst. It's about sort of 1950s, 1960s artist Edith Tollinghurst, most well known for uh, making tarot cards, although she's totally new to me. And I'm going to play the first single they've got out from it. This is called The Hoarder. In a brandy keg, a suitcase full of broken pegs, 27 quid and coppers, a bag of rubber bottle stoppers, a wicker basket full of rocks, prosthetics in a plastic box, a dressing from an old procedure, a gallon bucket of Swarfiga, a diorama of the Queen, a stack of Jackie magazines, mandala tapestry and tatters, jam jars of my fecal matter, a tumulus of cracker toys, pajamas made of corduroy, a ladder without any rung, components for an iron lung, some pills for animal sedation, adapter for the first playstation, a tea towel from the QE2, another tube of super glue, and tell me then why is it so, I cannot stand to let it go. (laughs) 
a brown and rivet Christmas wreath, a standard lamp without a shade, a standing knife without a blade, the wrapper of every sweet I ate, from 82 to 88, tubes of hair removal wax, instructions for a Betamax, a handle from a broken truck, the fringing from a Persian rug, a barrel of blown speaker comb, a rash inducing men's cologne, an industrial crate of baby lotion, all the letters I've never opened, from the kids, from my mum, from my wife, for she gave up lobby cards for demons to and hug caps from a Subaru. Tell me then, why is it so? I cannot stand to see it go. set hard with creosote, a feed sack full of bitumen, and no, I will not let you in. Horser from a fishing trawler, a child's black and cream recorder, a vat of curdled sauerkraut, and no, I am not coming out. A quantity of silver plate, and napkins from my father's wake, a year's supply of insulin, and no, I will not let you in. Pinless game of bagatelle, headless horse from a carousel, my fire-making badge from scouts, and no, I am not coming out. I know I am not coming out. I know I am not coming out. I know I am not coming out. There we go. Absolutely wonderful stuff from Reigns. The Hoarder is the song. That your kind of thing? I thought that sounded like your kind of thing. Uh, it could go either way, to be honest, because that type of music is very easily done badly. I know from my own musical exploits, you know, but that but I really, really enjoyed that. I was enjoying that immensely. It sort of reminded me of the Eccentronic Research Council, you know. Yeah, I could definitely see that comparison, sort of. I reckon that was sort of a little bit more synth poppy than some of the eccentronic stuff. The sort of the quite bouncy, the the the, the beat with that. Well, I kind of associate eccentronic with a you know a bit more scratchy, but certainly it's not too dissimilar. Similar feeling. No, it's uh, definitely in the same wheelhouse. So yeah, really, really like that. And I mean, I have a bit of a hit and miss relationship with anything that's a bit spoken word because it can be superb, but as I say, it can also be just a bit. Crap. That's why I like that Lou Hill record so much. I was like. I feel that like nearly every version of this album is terrible and somehow this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean the other one I really like is uh, Jackie Balfour's Chip Pan Fire which came out probably about 15 years ago now which is a CD that has got a lot of play 
in my house over the decade or so. I'm sure you've mentioned that one to me before. I've played it, but I, I would need to revisit. Nothing's jumping out. Uh, no, no, it's a, a pretty weird one. I got I got it through as a promo when I was uh, in my magazine publishing days. Yeah, it, it was one of those ones that I put on because it looked funny, and it was. <laughs> All right, well, that was The Hoarder from the album Tollinghurst by Reigns. It's coming out in April. Superb. And I am going to play a much shorter track than the ones we've been playing so far. I'm going to play something from Veronica Sarotta. She's a experimental musician and sound poet from Rio de Janeiro. A sound poet is a new term to me, but she is essentially a field musician and does yeah, field recordings and then puts them out and i'm i'm imagining that is what a sound poet is she's released loads of stuff over the last decade or so all self-released apart from a few releases and this is the fourth one that she's done on an actual label that isn't her own and this is coming out on Pacapi records where they're an argentinian label and actually it's one of multiple field recording records I seem to have been listening to quite a lot over the last fortnight or so. Um, there's a new Kink Gong record. There's, I was also listening to a record today that was made entirely from train noises, um, which almost got onto this week's podcast, apart from the fact that the label Cortisona, who are putting it out, I have a track that I want to open next week's podcast with from the same label. Nice. I've been listening to Callie Malone, the sort of American droney organist synth player, sort of proper first day of spring weather today, walking around as I was listening to this sort of like, no. <laughs> that is my sort of thing. But yeah, so Veronica Sarotta, her music is superb. It's like really, it's really hypnotic. It's really fantastic. And this record, which is called uh, Navios, which translates to ships, it's recorded uh, on, quote, her wanderings around the islands of Rio de Janeiro. Uh, so you definitely get that aquatic and uh, maritime feel to it. Uh, all the tracks are just numbered in Roman numerals. So I'm going to play the fourth one, which is called Four.
probably the moistest music I've ever played <laughs> on the podcast. <sighs> yeah, you know, we don't listen with headphones when we're together we have it on some good speakers but when we're recording remotely have our headphones on and for a track like that you really get in deep with it as well i would say yes quite some water sounds quite some water sounds yes it's a sounds of uh, veronica sarota the track four taken from her i guess it's an ep there's six tracks in the raw of that similar length it's called navios uh, which translates as ships yeah, it's released on Pacapi Records, a fantastic Argentinian label. I think we played a couple of times on the pod. They specialize in South American music, as you might imagine, but quite a lot of compilations. La Danza del Agua is a compilation that we played on the pod and actually got put onto vinyl by Discrepant Records last year or the year before. Uh, Discrepant, obviously. The last artist we played from Pacapi was Digital Hair. Horatio is in Da House. Oh, well, it's- <laughs> I must admit, I don't remember that one, sorry. Probably certain I played that and I have absolutely no idea what that is, <laughs> but I'm sure it's an absolute banger. But yeah, they release a lot of different music, like a lot of, uh, it's all experimental and all quite interesting to listen to. And this record particularly, you know, we're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's getting towards springtime and it's, uh, so it's maybe less for this time of year, but certainly like a nice winter's stroll that would be a lovely oh, it's one. It's really, really springy today. It was beautiful. The first chiff chaffs were in, the first brimstone of the year, the toads and the frogs were out. It was nice. Well, you'll be happy to know, Anthony, that later on in this week's podcast, I have music, including the sounds of birdsong, which is obviously in your wheelhouse. Nice. Um, I said uh, a few weeks ago on the podcast that I was absolutely not playing any music that was released last year anymore since, you know, it's March. But I was recently sent the music of a pianist called Shida Shahabi. She's Iraqi, but um, fled to Sweden when she was a kid. And this record's absolutely brilliant. It was released in November on Fat Cat, so not that long ago. And just whatever, I don't know, completely missed me. And it was sent to me by, I think it's a publisher, who's same as a Colin Stetson as someone who who I work with, obviously, for shows. And, you know, maybe, hopefully, I can do a gig in the future. And I was very, very taken with her music and her piano playing. So this is the last thing she released. It's Alvaret, original soundtrack EP. And, um, yeah, just going to play you this track. It's another short one. It's called Alice.
There we go. That is Shida Shahabi. It's from a soundtrack to the short film Alvaret. That's her with the cellist, synthesizer and bass. She's the composer of all of that. Generally, she's more of a piano player, but she's uh, stepping away from it there. Yeah, there's some wonderful performances of her on YouTube. And yeah, hopefully I can do a gig. I'm in for it. Yeah, I've got Laura Canal coming up later in the show. Yeah, I had that on my list as well. I love Laura's new track. Made me think I used to book her regularly for gigs and it's been ages, so it's time to to come back. Yeah, well, the few artists I've ever just had a random conversation with in the street was Laura Canal, which was outside (laughs) one of your gigs. Forgotten where I'd been, but I definitely had a couple of beers, which makes me a bit more chatty. But yeah, yeah, I've forgotten who is in Bethnal Green. I've forgotten who she was supporting. Ah, uh, yes, it would have been the one with James Blackshaw, Laura Canal, James Blackshaw, someone else it was a three-person bill. But, but just before, we can talk about Laura in a second, but just, just to wrap up with Shida Shahabi, she's also got an album, Lake on Fire, that came out in 2020. She's released on the sort of Fat Cat sub-label, 130701. The numbers will never, ever stick in my mind. So something more coming in soon. I said that's not so typical of her music, but is the most, well, it is, I, I'd say it is very typical in feeling, but not so typical in performance. But uh, yeah, so yeah, born in Sweden to Iraqi refugees, you know, studied classically, did fine art as well. Now she's here doing soundtracks, making brilliant music. Yeah, wonderful. And so it sort of relates to what we were talking about last week about independent artists increasingly making soundtracks at the moment as well. I think it was last week we were talking about that. Might have been a few weeks ago. It all merges into one, doesn't it? No, I was talking about Laura Canal, but I'm going to play something completely different and maybe even a bit different to what I or even Anthony plays on this podcast most of the time. This is from an Israeli band called Arman, which uh, translates as Palace. And this is going to shock you as well, Anthony. Like, my Hebrew is not great. So... If there's any Hebrew speakers out there, I may be missing. My mum speaks Hebrew. Does she? Well, if she listens to this podcast, which <laughs> she doesn't, <laughs> she, which she doesn't, then maybe she will. Un, she I will reckon un- we got some members of Hinom, uh, you know, as part of some rash records, obviously listen to this podcast. Well, essentially, what I can tell, they had an LP, sorry, out in 2015, did this band called Armin, which translates, at, according to Google Translate, I think that translates as Palace. They had an LP called Palace that came out in 2015 with a track on it called Palace. Big Crystal Palace fans. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can you tell why I'm playing it? <laughs> and then I was listening to their new record, which is called Halom Israeli, which translates as An Israeli Dream. This track was the standout for me, and it's also called Palace. It's a different track completely to the other one that seems to be called the same. But because it's all written in Hebrew... I am relying on Google Translate, which may not be the greatest uh, source for figuring this stuff out. But anyway, it's a really varied record and a really varied band. Predominantly indie pop is how I would describe it, if I was describing it to an audience as I am now. Uh, A bit Bell and Sebastian in places, but super varied. Uh, Their first record was a bit more psyche and a bit more wobbly. This one is a bit more straight on pop music. That's by my definition of pop music, I should probably ad um, but this track yeah really cool it's a bit surfy a bit psyche it's by a band called Armin, and this is the track called Elamon.
So I did definitely get something wrong in there. The name of that track uh, translates as In Black and White. I'm not sure where I got Palace from. I think I just had it on the brain. We had an excellent uh, evening watching Palace Manchester City yesterday. We were recording this on a Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's great. I was thinking, I guess, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. But I was like, you can forgive music so much that it's in language that you don't understand. <laughs> You know, because I just like, you know, I just enjoyed the sort of surf popness of it. You know, it was great. But if that was in English and the lyrics were dreadful, I might be like, oh, this is rubbish. Well, would you like to know what the lyrics were singing about Anthony Chalmers? You can give me a line. Uh, okay. The photos are in black and white. Remember the days of innocence. 
deep in the heat, the images were burned into the brain. The buried were buried in the sand. Okay. Head of sand, dirty mind. It is impossible to grow plants there in the sand. The fire spread from it. There you go. Sounds like heavy stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can interpret into lyrics whatever you will. Yeah, you can interpret that how you want. Yes. And uh, I'm going to try not to do that. And I'm going to just sit back and go, ah, great surf music and not project my own political views onto it. Exactly. That was the Exactly. Extremely enjoyable surf music. Exactly. And yeah, and Israel, like home to lots of great artists. I mean, you mentioned Rash Records, although I think they're mostly based in Berlin now, are they? Or are they still Jerusalem? It's a mixture. Yeah. I think most of the people are still in Jerusalem. Ilya Gorovich, he moved to Berlin. Uh, which is sort of what you're thinking there. But as far as I'm aware, the other guys are, are still in Jerusalem. Yeah, and uh, Marky Funk is the other one that sort of we play now and again on this pod that uh, leaps to mind, who I think is maybe Tel Aviv. I can't recall exactly, but definitely Israel. As talked off on or off the pod, I can't remember. Young people making excellent music generally want no part of war or other atrocities. It's not, certainly not always, absolutely not always. There's loads of exceptions, but more likely than not. Yes, I would say so. I'm going to play you a new one by Buniel. I think I pronounced that. Buniel. It's, it's got one of those little things on the top. I don't know how you're actually supposed to say that. It is released on Profound Law Records, the wonderful Ontario label. And I couldn't believe that we haven't played them since Bliss Signal back in 2018, which seems ridiculous. So Bliss Signal was in 2018. That's the more shocking element <laughs> of that. I'm pretty sure that's what it was when I was looking up Profound Law. I think it was a while ago. Buniel is the member that you might know, dear listeners, is Eugene Robinson, him singer from Oxbow, a sort of legendary noise rock frontman. He's teamed up with some Italian musicians. Uh, they've been in a bunch of bands across Italy, but I'm, I'm not familiar with each of the bands myself, but they're teaming up with Eugene, and it's actually their third record to release some profound law. They're playing Supersonic Festival, and I'm going to do a gig with them in London while they're at it. And the album is called Killers Like Us, and this track is called Hornets. I want you, I want you to take a glimpse. No, I I want you to take a glimpse. Just a quick, a real, a quick look. Into, into the gray face. And my crippled lean 
There we go. That is Buniel. The track is called Hornets. <laughs> it's just like I booked that for Cafe Otto, right? Because if I was worried that no one would go, basically, if I booked it anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, even doubt just to book it at Cafe Otto. <laughs> exactly. And because, like, I you know I really love Eugene and he's a, he's a really interesting guy. And I like Oxbow and I like music as well. But it's just like, damn, it's a pretty riffy thing for Cafe Otto. This is a bit niche to our London based listeners. Apologies to people who haven't been to Cafe Otto. Cafe Otto is a music venue in North London mainly free jazz avant-garde music and stuff like that it's not something that normally has straight rock and yell bobby and simon grab of course famously famous for the best gig of the year exactly i feel like maybe i didn't quite give the italian musicians a sort of enough of a shout here guitarist zebier irondo he said he's his most adventurous musical projects. Guitarist, sound manipulator, dozens of bands, 50 records, major independent record labels. So just because I haven't come across this work before, not knowingly, it's because of, I don't know, I'm a dunce. <laughs> Clearly I should be in the know about the amazing work that's been there. And the other members are Andrea Lombardi and Francesco Valenti. Yes, I know, very much look forward to seeing it live, thinking that maybe I need to get the tables and chairs out for that one yeah i suspect so it's not it's not gonna be a <laughs> yell bobby party party <laughs> no and that is uh that is out now came out late february on profound law records and also their previous record has got this sort of a great metal name the crepuscular dirge for the blessed ones <laughs> yeah that is an exceptionally metal sounding i was actually today speaking of italians and speaking of metal i was listening to a lot of i void hanger records the Italian metal label, nothing that I really wanted to put on the pod, but talking of big 
metal names and yeah that's definitely a label and to keep an eye on featuring caves and demons uh, and stuff uh, absolutely <laughs> like that so that's definitely the go-to label in europe for that i talked about laura canal a little bit earlier on in the podcast so might as well play some of her music she's got her seventh record coming out um that's just come out in fact called antiphony of the trees and yeah it's uh, it's inspired by uh, the sounds of bird song and you know, as you can tell by the title, she's a violinist with a background in medieval Renaissance and Baroque music, which really gives her music, I would say, this sort of avant folk feel, uh, whilst being like extraordinarily experimental. I also wrote down here, it sounds a bit like the music from The Wicker Man, if it was even creepier than it really yeah, is. I mean, the track that I listened to from this was when, was when she did other recorders. Is that what you're playing? Well, yeah, the whole record is built around recorders as like, the main instrument that she's using in it. You know, so yeah, record a focus record, um, taking inspiration from the sound of birdsong, but also throwing in bass, tenor, alto and double recorders as well. And in her usual style, just layering sound upon sound and just turning it into something absolutely unique and phenomenal. But yeah, I'm going to play the second track from the album. The album's called Antiphony of the Trees. This is Laura Canal and the track is called For the Gatherers.
so so good it's laura canal for the gatherers is the name of the track it's taken from her record which is called antiphony of the trees what does antiphony mean i keep i meant to look it up and the song's only two minutes long and it was quite beautiful <laughs> i as i said i had that one on my list as well i think laura's brilliant yeah i mean the fact that two minutes is too long for you to google that um antiphony is how i'm saying it but it's an antiphon is a short chant in christian ritual sung as a refrain so you can actually hmm. yeah you can actually hear that sort of style within the music itself I would, I, I would say. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it does. It's like a, a symphony is obviously like a sort of more common musical word with the same second half. And I was just, you know. It sort of reminds me as well of some of the more recent Gazelle Twin stuff. So yeah, Deep England, her work with NY, the NY6 drone choir, uh, NYX, sorry, uh, drone choir. That, uh, that sort of thing, the sort of mean recorder music is how yeah, I Yeah, well, so. that was the sort of the... Uh, the theme on her sort of pastoral record, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like I say, it's a seventh record of Laura's, and yeah, she she's got some fantastic stuff in her back catalogue. It was um, beneath Swooping Talons, which came out on Front and Follow in 2015, which was the first time I heard her. But I remember getting sent that record and thinking, mm, I'm not so sure about this. But it was Hunter, Huntress, Hawker. A couple of years later, that was like the one for me, and since then, that was the one that sort of tipped me into pure <laughs> unadulterated love yeah to, to, to laura's world exactly yeah nice one i'm gonna play you an artist actually that gareth played on the pod a little while ago she's from london she's called fears it's released on her own tool records she's irish but based in london so see her around sometimes she's part of the band male who are playing raw power this is like really really poppy uh, i know we've used the word pop number of times on this podcast and this is really poppy but it's it's kind of miserable <laughs> i don't know i've got a thing for just sort of female sort of quite sad beautiful music and that sort of you know you know you know how i feel about soap and skin gareth you know well literally one of my all-time favorite artists uh, i mean if we were playing the couples game and it was like name anthony's favorite artist soap and skin is the one i would guess <laughs> nice i don't know who i'd go for you ocs oh for me yeah um Nah, man, probably, I don't know. It's Coach whips? <laughs> yeah, definitely up there. <laughs> Misty's big adventure. It depends who the audience is. We haven't got time in this podcast to go into. I've had different periods of my life, as I'm sure That's the thing, of, of course. I go through loads of times where I listen to loads and loads of different music. Tamaga's a good shout for me. If it, the question was, who's the artist that I will always see live if I have the chance? It's Eels, I would say. Oh, that makes me feel so warm and fuzzy because if I, I was, I was a big part of sending you in the direction of eels. Definitely one of my all-time favourites. I hope that we're sitting on our porch in fifty years from now, listening to eels and uh, having a nice time. Well, I was meant to go see them last week, but it got postponed. Oh, yesterday, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that, last week as this comes out, but yeah, it was uh, postponed to next year. But it meant I could go to Crystal Palace, Man City, which uh, is obviously the dream for anyone. That's an absolutely excellent time. All right, I'm going to play you this latest single from Fears. The track's called 16.
There we go. That track is called 16. It's by Fears. Best I can tell, it's just a standalone single on her own Tool uh, Records. We last played her in June 2021. The track was called Fabric. And funny enough, we featured I Had a Dream on that podcast. And I see that Gareth has got something from More Time Records uh, coming as the very next song. So yeah, almost as though we, we planned it. Almost, but as you know, we rarely do. <laughs> and yeah, that is everything we've got time for this week. Uh, I have three, count them, three new patrons to shout out. Uh, Yuha, uh, Keratar, Sam Barnes, and Nate Benilla Warford. Thank you all so much for supporting. Thank you so much for joining the patron. We'll hopefully see you tonight in literally <laughs> one hour, one and a half hours, as we do this around again, playing the music of Australia. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's faces. Yeah, thank you so much for supporting us. And if you would like to support the podcast uh, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast is where you can go to do that and yeah it helps keep us in microphones and hosting and just keep bringing you this for free which is what we all want isn't it exactly and thank you to state 51 for sponsoring us again and thanks to our producer nick mccorrister yeah if you want to submit music to us you can do submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net and anthony will go through them and send me some of them oh, man there's some really good ones there's a cellist today that i really liked this one by this guy will glazer that i was going to have on last week's podcast and then i cut it and then i forgot it for this one but i, I have seen your submissions i have very much enjoyed the music hopefully i can find other spots Yes, so yes, maybe next week. But yeah, as Anthony say, I'm going to close out with something from More Time Records, uh, the record label of I Had a Dream in Snow, and has released lots of great UK funky and other electronic music. This one is a really cool release coming out on the 25th of March from a producer called Dorama. It's his first release, and yeah, it's, it's a debut EP that's coming out, and he is a member of the Daytimers crew, which is a south asian a collective based in london featuring my very good friend uh, karthik Bonavar. oh is that correct absolutely they, they've got a new show on worldwide fm oh bbc worldwide is it oh no worldwide uh, no, no, uh, as in as in Giles, yeah that, that, that label that station oh yeah daytimers is their new show oh nice yeah they are a collective of uh, british south asian creatives uh, based here in london and Dorama is a a member of that collective as well. Yeah, so his music, so it says here he was born to Punjabi parents and yeah, his heritage and influences can be heard throughout the music. Uh, garage, grime, UK funky meets frenetic South Asian rhythms to create an instantly recognisable sound. You can tell already that this is well up my street and I hope you enjoy it as well. Uh, the EP is called Charl. It's coming out on the 25th of March via More Time Records and this is Dorama and it's called Vera. Back next week. <laughs>